let's finish it. What is up, everybody? This is Spiker Helms. Before we start this show, I wanted to share with you that um, the COVID-19 situation has affected the stories that we mention in this episode. So whenever we talk about the situation at hand with COVID-19, um, to date is March 24th, and this show was recorded a week prior. The NCA has changed rules and are coming out with new guidelines for recruiting um, each and every day. So please understand whenever we share a story of the COVID-19 situation and um, speaking with our players on how to get recruited, understand that those have changed. But the underlying principles that we've mentioned in this episode when it comes to social media, email marketing, and your phone, very important. Please take notes. And last thing, guys, this is Dave. As far as we understand, the only thing that was different from what we said in the podcast to what we know now is that coaches cannot go off campus to recruit until April 15th and vice versa. Players cannot go on campus to get recruited until April 15th. This is all the information that we know up to date. And if anything changes, we will let you know. Thank you, guys. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Remember, give us your closing pitch. Thanks. Let's finish it. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to The Closing Pitch. This is episode two. My name is Spiker Helms, and this is a show about culture, people, and how to create a winning lifestyle. Today, we are going to talk about social media and um, how it affects college recruiting. Um, we're in a very interesting time right now with um, the virus and um, how it's affecting college baseball. Um, with that said, I want to bring in my co-host, David Berkby. What is happening? <laughs> Not too much, man. We're living in a crazy world right now. Yeah, it's um, it's been very interesting. And how this topic came about is um, I got a late night phone call from one of our players, um, and he was get it, wanting to get some advice on how he should approach his recruiting. And this is a guy that uh, I coached when he was 16 years old. Dave coached when he was 17. And now he's in the junior college route where um, he's now graduating junior college, but the season has been canceled. Um, so he was trying to figure out, hey, what should I do? How should I approach this? Um, because I can't play in front of anybody. Uh, they got a lot of schools that are interested in me, but what do I do? And then we went down this route of Twitter and he's asked the question, should I start a Twitter account? And I look, I, it, if I was looking at him, I was, I was with a blank stare and I'd be like, yes, of course you should start a Twitter account. Um, cause that's where the conversations, that's where the conversation is. So, um, Dave, what do you, what do you think about that? What do you think about players? I, I don't know if we're going to take the same standpoint on this with social media. I know some people are private, some people are not. Um, what is your take on the social media route? Well, I mean, let's, let's start with this. Whether you are a person, I'll, I'll take myself for example. I mean, you were way more social media relevant before I was. I was kind of hesitant to start. I didn't really know what to say, what to put out there. Didn't want to, you know, sound stupid or I just really didn't know how to approach it. And honestly, this player that we're talking about, I'm, I'm kind of shocked now in today's era that he didn't have social media like that before. I think he had other, you know, social media he had instagram yeah he, he has he has Facebook, in, yeah but, he has instagram um, um but any anyhow going back to it guys it's one of the 
easiest, most free platforms out there to promote yourself. And I don't think you need to take the route that it's being selfish, that you're sounding arrogant, cocky, whatever you want to say. It is a way to help yourself. And that's what when we when we were talking with this player and he was like, well, what do I do? I can't get in front of coaches. I can't play games. That's what they need to see from me right now. They need to see me producing games. And I was just starting to do that. And I'm like, well, everybody else is in the same boat that you are. There are so many junior college kids out there who are looking for a four-year home. There are a lot of juniors in high school. There are a lot of seniors in high school that were relying on the spring. You can actually see it on social media where everyone is complaining about, I can't get in front of schools or this sucks. Like they're just complaining. It's just like, it's, it's a bunch of geese just waddling in their own, in their own, you know what? Oh yeah. And I told him, I was like, this is the greatest time. It seems like it's the worst time, but it's probably the greatest time for opportunity. Well, there's your word opportunity. You can choose to look at this two ways. Okay. You can look at this as woe is me. Oh man. It was the season was taken from me. I have no opportunities now and just hope and wait for a college to call. And I listen, I have this conversation with so many sophomores and juniors in high school every year. Do not wait guys waiting and hoping that they call is the single handedly biggest mistake you can make in recruiting. But I want to play MLB the show. I want to I want to sit at home and play MLB the show. Maybe they'll call me when I play that. Yeah, yeah, they'll probably be calling you when you're playing Fortnite too. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Guaranteed. Not. Anyhow, do not wait. Action is your best friend, okay? And honestly with social media, I have this talk with guys all the time. You can't make mistakes there. I mean, if you put out like terrible video and get bad advice from a coach or something like that, I guess, but you know, it's it's funny. Um and I get it. I, th- I think the the I- the issue for me and seeing it is like it's like a no brainer, right? It's I'm an extrovert, so I'm like, yeah, I want to get in that conversation. I yeah. want to jump in. I want to show what show people like, hey, this is what I'm working on. I I think it goes back to I don't want to feel like I'm bragging because I I'm afraid of what my friends will say. Keyword friends. But the funny thing is, you're not going to have those friends when you get to college, right? Like I I I bet you I probably t- I talked to one person. From my high school yeah one dude yeah that's it college right now i'm 10 years removed from college probably two or three that's it yeah like if you're trying to get a goal why wouldn't you do do anything possible like all i had back then was email that's all i had i had email and written words snail mail Right. And I literally went on every single dude's website and sent them an email. Well, it, my, my question is this, Spike. What are you afraid of? Them saying no? Get used to it. I mean, not everyone's going to love you. Right? I mean, that's in life, guys. That's, yeah. that's simple. That translates over to getting a job. It goes, back, you, to, it goes back to sales. If you can't single hand, if you cannot represent yourself, and push your own self as whether it's your brand, whether it's you as a player, whatever it is. If you are afraid to put yourself out there and do that, how are you going to get a job when you get out of college? How are you going to do that? Not every employer is going to love you. What are you going to do? Just do one 
send one resume out to one job and hope for the best? Because I feel like that's what's happening in recruiting right now, Spike. I feel like there are so many people just so scared out there to do that. You know what? You know what the problem? No. You know what the problem is? No one knows how to sell. No one knows how to market themselves because we don't teach it to them in school. No. Like, and it, I come from an entrepreneurial family. So selling and marketing just that, like, it was just the conversation. My dad owned a bunch of Meineke stores here in St. Louis. He was part of Mako. He was in the car industry. And literally we talked economy, politics, and sales all the time. And one thing that I'm not good at right now is cold calling. I'm not very good at it. But what's interesting is if I was a player right now, I would pick up the phone because the phone numbers are on there. They're on the website. Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't you pick up the phone? I know it's a scary thought. Oh, it's it's a scared thought. It's a scary thought. Hey, personal experience. Guys, just just on a side note, within within our own Tiger company, this is something that I took on recently was the cold calling sales. Mm -hmm. Okay. Where we would get leads for guys who were looking to either bring our brand to another part of the country. And I recently took that on and I myself was terrified until I thought of it differently. It's about building relationships. It's about finding out what those people need and seeing if we're a fit. Mm -hmm. And if we are, I want to find out more about that person. So let's put this into a context of a college recruiter. Okay. That college recruiter at all times has needs. They're always evaluating that, right? That's just human nature. Yeah. So like next year's class, what do I need in that class? I might need three arms, two middle infielders, Solving problems. Solving problems, right? Now, if I'm a player, I'm trying to find out where those needs are, right? How do you do that? You communicate. You put yourself out there. You reach out to these coaches, do not be afraid. And not all of them are going to get back to you. And that's okay. But it doesn't mean they didn't see it. And what do you think? Who do you think they're going to recruit? The guy who sends one blanket email out to you maybe once? Or the guy that's persistent? Well, that's the belief. Hey, if I send out an email, they're going to read it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and, and, and what I find interesting is we, we hold a college night every night where um, every year. Sorry, yeah. not every night. Yeah, every night. That'd we're, be an accomplishment. I know. <laughs> Reaching out to these college coaches, hey, can you come in tonight? Um, every year in October, we run a college night where we bring in college coaches and they they give information um, ex- and they literally are saying the things that we're talking about. Like, I'm trying to solve a need. This is what we have. To, this is what I'm looking for. And then they just kind of go down the route of school. But what's very interesting is like at the very end of it, who goes up to the college coaches and who does who doesn't? And also, oh. did the parent push them up there? Yeah, because it's very obvious when a parent pushes them up there. I'll give you, I'll give you those numbers. What do you think we had last year at our college night? Maybe a hundred kids show up. Yeah, about our high school program. Yeah, okay, a hundred. Their parents were with them. Maybe ten came up and talked to the coaches after. Maybe on their own or for parents pushing them. Maybe two came on their own. And the rest, you could see their parents like patting them along, just saying, "Hey." Billy, go, go. You better go shake his hand. You better go say hi. And then the kid walks up. He's very nervous. He's like, uh, thank you very much for, if for you're, being here. If you're scared, how do you expect to play for him? Well, they don't know that. They don't think like that. Yeah. I mean, what do you think that guy's going to recruit? 
Does he want some dude who's scared to put himself out there, scared to work, scared to be a leader on that team? Do you think he wants followers? Followers lose, guys. I'm just going to tell you, followers lose. You get a team full of followers who aren't proactive in their work ethic, who don't do anything for themselves and just wait to be told, that team maybe wins five games. And guess what? Then that coach gets fired. He wants the he wants the guy that's able to even if well even I shouldn't say guy even girl that is and again extrovert versus introvert the equalizer is confidence and um, if you have a product like if you think about it as business if I have a product I have the best freaking lemonade on the um, Ramsey Lane that's where we're located on Ramsey Lane I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that I promote and sell that as much as I can because I know I have a really good product. Now, I think part of the reason is that players don't know if they have a good product. They don't know if they have a good skill set. If, if you think that your product's the real deal, you should have the confidence to go up to them. You should say, yeah, this is what I have. You better. Come on over, big boy. I'm, re I'm ready to play on your team. Because, again, there's a million other dudes doing that. Oh, without a doubt. So if you're not, how in the world do you expect them to like you? And that and that's a conversation that I had with with Tommy and 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 one thing about Tommy is that he is an unbelievable person. Yeah, one of the um, best dudes. Without ever. without a doubt, unbelievable person, and he has confidence that you. I, I wish I could put it into every single player. He has an unbelievable presence and confidence. He's able to lead people um, by example, and he's able to lead people um, by how he speaks. And that's what I was trying to get to him is that you are in a position to where your personality is going to shine and you should get on social media. But here's another caveat. Here's another wrinkle into that conversation is that you should call those coaches. And he's like, I can do that. I was like, yes, you can. And you'd shine. You ask them because there is none of this coronavirus has not happened before. Something like this has never happened in world history where everything is completely shut down and there are no rules. NCAA has no guidelines, no rule book of like, if there's a virus, coaches, you can't talk to players. So if there's no rules, it's the wild, wild west. So why wouldn't you call up the college coach and say, hey, I know that everything's shut down, but what happens, what happens if I got in a car and I drove to you? Could I work out in front of you? I think you'd get a college coach. I mean, let's assume that that's something you can do, okay? Let's just assume because I don't know. It's a fluid situation. I don't, okay? But I think you would get a college coach. If you took an approach like that, a very proactive, I'm going to take control of my career approach, you would probably shock a college coach. He'd probably be like, really? You're, you're willing to do that right now? Even if he says, well, by the NCAA rules, like there's going to be those guys that are like policemen, like they're, they're, they're rule setters, like, oh, well, the rules, this, this, I, I can't do that. But if he keeps on, if he says that deep down, he's probably saying to himself, man, that kid's awesome. Well, and that kid wants it. And he's going to talk to other coaches. Oh, yeah. Like, have you gotten contacted by this other, this kid? Yeah, yeah, he called me up too. What are, what are you doing about it? He's like, well, um, I mean, you never know. The conversation could be like, well, are there any rules? Should I, should we, can we do that? Like that starts the conversation because no one's ever done it.
I mean, guys, it all leads back. Be proactive. Be, don't be afraid. Yeah. Don't. You can't. You can't afford to. You create your own luck. I mean, I know that's oh, a, I know that's a cliche. What a good I know it's that's a, cl- not a cliche. It, 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 you create your own luck the more that you do, and if you can get the conversation started, because like the thing is, is like, what's the worst that could happen? You call them up and say, "Hey, I'm I'm willing to drive wherever to meet you and work out in front of you." What's he gonna say? Oh well, this, this, this. You can't do that. Okay. But th- there's nothing lost. You haven't lost you anything. Haven't lost. You can go back and play MLB the show, and you'll be good. You haven't lost anything. And trust me, guys, in this, once you start, it becomes easier. Mm-hmm. So much easier. The hardest part in all of this, whether you're a high school kid listening, a college kid looking for a four-year, whatever, the hardest part in the whole situation is starting. And once you start, you will learn things as you go which is going to serve you better after this career after this part of your life which what are you learning here sales marketing communication networking all the skills that you need to be successful outside of baseball where other kids what are they doing i know so so let's look at that example of this player of tommy okay Mm -hmm. i got on social media last night I saw that he has now taken the advice of you and started a Twitter page. Mm-hmm. I think he has over 100-something followers already. Literally just overnight. And listen to this. It gets better. His junior college that he is currently at, which is a very successful junior college, has sent players all across the country, very reputable, will get you to the next level, okay, both pro and college. They took it upon themselves to retweet that Tommy has now started a Twitter handle. Okay? So now, guys, think about this. Who do you think follows that that junior college Twitter handle? Hmm. College coaches looking for players? Do you think they do that? Yup. Do you think that now Tommy's name just got in front of hundreds and hundreds of college coaches? Yup. Do you think those college coaches who are looking for players might follow Tommy? And what happens if he has a video on his, pinned his video on his profile, and then those coaches go to that profile? Oh, that's a conversation starter. That's literally like them coming to a field and being like, hey, who's that kid? Did it cost him any money? Nope. You know what it cost him? A little sweat equity. A little time. Hard work. (laughs) Man, what are we afraid of, guys? Look at this situation right now as an opportunity it's an opportunity guys to put yourself out there to promote yourself because that might be the only avenue you have and if there are a million other players scared to do it be the guy who's not because now you are in front of all the eyeballs you might you might only get 10 coaches if you're lucky to show up to a game but on social media there's thousands. You can have your own game right there. Look at that as your game. And look at how you can get in front of a thousand coaches now. Think about social media as different types of rooms. And I, I don't know how familiar you are with uh, social media conversations, if, um, who's, like, 
who you listen to. But think about social media as different types of rooms. Twitter is the cocktail hour. It is the hour where you get to converse with people and talk about certain certain games, um, politics, uh, you name it. And the baseball world is no different. Twitter is actually the biggest place for baseball people in general. And your Facebook is your family barbecue. And then Instagram is like show and tell where you go to class and you show, hey, this is what I'm, this is what I'm working on. College coaches are on that platform. But this is just for any other industry. Treat, treat those different platforms as rooms. LinkedIn, it's like going onto a convention floor. Um, so think about it as rooms and it'll actually help you understand the landscape of like, oh, this is what I can talk about. This is what I should tweet. This is what I should be posting about. And um, for, for baseball players out there, your Twitter handle is a conversation. You can have conversations with your friends and your teammates Um, But more importantly, you can showcase your talents like, hey, this is what I did yesterday or, hey, this is what I'm struggling with today. Vulnerability is not a bad thing. Vulnerability is actually a really good thing because what's the what's the conversation that um, college coaches always ask you, Dave, um, when they're really interested in a player? Well, they they don't ask me about his attributes. They don't ask me about how he plays. They know that they trust their eyeballs. Right. What do they go to me about his character? work ethic off the field you know how does he treat his teammates tell me what's wrong with them that's oh, what they yeah. want to know well that's true yeah they're yeah they're searching for that for yeah. sure and understand guys this is not like hey i want to go tell everybody what my problems are and i have this issue that issue it's being able to accept like your failures and living with them and when someone when someone can see those warts it just makes you more likable yeah it's it's relatable because everyone's dealing with it Everyone has it, right? No doubt. No doubt. Guys, that's, uh, that's episode two of the closing pitch. Um, what, what we were going to do is uh, we messed up on the first episode, speaking of vulnerability. Um, we want to do a closing segment where it is our closing pitch on this topic. Um, it's going to start off with Dave, then myself, and then we want to hear your closing pitch on the topic at hand. So, Dave, go ahead and hit it off. I think the biggest thing here, guys, is doing it, okay? That's my piece of advice. That was my advice to Tommy, okay? You have to – you can't be afraid to to fail. You can't be afraid to not put yourself out there. That's your biggest mistake. If you are not – if you're not doing that right now, you are being passed up for opportunities. I promise you that, Okay? Do not be afraid of the word no. Do not be afraid that someone might not like you. Do not be afraid of something new. Okay? Put yourself out there. Ask questions. Communicate. Converse. Try to reach out to these guys because the worst thing that you can do, the worst thing that can happen is that you get told no. And you know what? If you do, move on to the next guy. It's not going to kill you. It's not going to be the worst thing in the world. And by doing that, you are going to get more comfortable with this situation. You're going to get better at it. You're going to learn from your mistakes. And ultimately, I promise you this, that sweat equity in that time will pay off because it always does. And that goes for anything. It always does. My closing pitch is get your knees scraped up, get your elbows scraped up. If you don't feel like you're getting punched in the face, you're doing it wrong. Um, 
world is a very, very cruel place, but it's also a very um, fun place. It's an amusement park. And um, you, if you fall and get scraped up, get back up and do it again. Because um, the biggest problem that I think in culture right now is that I need to live in my room. Um, I need to live in a bubble. I need to be safe um, and not worry about the struggles of life and um, not learn because all your struggles are going to learn. You're going to learn from those. And if you feel like you need to live life in a bubble wrapped bubble, um, you are going to lose without a doubt because there are very, very competitive people out there. I'm ultra competitive. I'm going to win. I want to win. Um, and how, how I view that is I want to, I want to build something that's special that people want to be a part of. And that's why I view the tigers as, and when we look at competitors in our market, I, w- I want, I want to give the best product to our, to our customers. I want to give our best product to our teammates. I want to give the best advice. I want to keep learning, keep growing. So biggest thing, if you're trying to make a splash in this world, um, you have, you, you cannot be afraid of, um, getting scraped up just ultimately go out there and and try to win and try to compete because you will learn and you will grow well said man well said. all right um that is the closing pitch we want to hear your closing pitch we use an app called anchor um where you can submit your own audio to us um and um, we will respond and also if you would like to put your closing pitch in words um you can put that in the post in facebook we also accept dms um, again, my name is Spiker Helms. David Berkby is alongside with me. Um, we are looking forward to catching you guys in the next episode. Thanks, guys. Thank you for watching or listening or both to The Closing Pitch. If you would like to get your closing pitch featured on the show, we use a podcasting app called Anchor where you can submit your statement or question via audio or what you can do is comment in the comment section of this post we also accept direct messages please give us the a-ok if you do send us a dm to use your statement or question on the show last thing please give us a review on your platform of choice five star preferably and we value your opinion and this allows us to reach more people thank you for listening and we will catch you in the next episode